I really thought they'd make a drum noise. I just banged my Chipotle um, metal lid on my head, and it made no noise at all. So, how are you all doing? Good morning, good afternoon. I don't know when you listen to this. I don't control your life. I'm not your mother. Um, I just ate. I just started the day with ice-cold Chipotle, and it, it wasn't like I ordered it and then put it in the fridge yesterday, and then it was like, mm, let me have my leftovers. Like, no, like I ordered it, and it was frozen. And I don't even understand how that happens. I don't understand how you can freeze a taco, but hence it was. So, um, anyways, I hate Chipotle. No, I don't. I don't hate Chipotle, because guess what, y'all? Today, I want to talk about hate. <sighs> because I have um, discovered the solution to it. I am probably going to go get a Nobel Prize award for this, a Nobel Peace Prize. Um, I'm going to meet with Obama. He's going to give me a high five. Like I've, Like, I've actually figured it out. So... Last night, I was watching the Met Gala, which literally was not even, like, a thing I cared about in the slightest until, like, a year ago, and I was just so bored. Sorry, I'm, like, digesting my Chipotle while talking, so I'm, like, <laughs> swallowing every 30 seconds. I literally will scarf it down in three minutes and be like, oh, why does it feel like my insides are Hurricane Katrina? Because I ate it in three seconds, flat. Anyways. I was watching the Met Gala. Gala or Gala? I actually don't know, and it's pissing me off. I don't know which one it is. They both sound wrong. Gala, 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 Gala. It, basically, it's like this thing where all these celebrities um, go to a museum to, like, see a museum. But it's, like, the red carpet that everyone freaks out about because, it's, it, like, every celebrity just, like, has their best outfit. Um, and it looks really cool. Like, I can't lie, but... Anyways, it wasn't, like, even on my radar until, I think, like, last year. I was just bored, and I, like, opened Twitter, and everyone was like, yeah, So, I guess that's kind of been fun to watch. But, I said celebrities um, attended. However, there were a few YouTubers and, like, influencers that, like, were at um, the Mad Gallup. So... Among them was Emma Chamberlain, um, my wife. I mean, not my wife. One day. Anyways, um, Emma Chamberlain, Addison Ray, some other people who are, their names are escaping me. Um, however, there's an Instagram account called TikTok Insiders, which is like, it's it's like a drama page on Instagram about like TikTokers and influencers and they there used to be a different one called like TikTok Room and that was like the OG but anyways um they were posting these uh these people's they like they posted Emma Chamberlain's outfit they posted Addison Rae's outfit and everyone was tearing them up like literally decimating them in 
in the comments like and they weren't even bad apparently so for the met gala apparently there's like a theme like you have to dress like for a certain like time period or something and this period was like gilded glam or whatever that means like are, are we are we in the 1800s are we speaking like in shakespeare terms like <laughs> so they were like mad because they're like Addison Wright didn't fit the theme and this is where I kind of cracked the code for how we can stop hate altogether. Someone commented, Before you comment your opinion on Addison, on Addison's outfit, just remember that she's at the Met Gala while your fridge is empty and you're at home. <laughs> <laughs> That blew my mind. And then it made me remember another um, another thing Addison Ray related. And it was a tweet she made once. And it was like, how are you going to stress me out on my phone that I pay for? No, no, no. Sorry. Ugh, I just butchered the quote. This podcast. Wow. Literally take it off Spotify. Take it off YouTube. It's done. Um, no, no, no. She, she said, uh, I love block. It was sorry. I'm paraphrasing. I love blocking people. How are you going to stress me out on my phone that I pay for? No. And those two things really got me thinking, okay? So, on one hand, we have the first approach. When, say, say you get hate. Say someone is hating on you. You have a hater. The first thing to realize is their opinion literally doesn't matter at all at all at it in the slightest in the slightest little crevice and nook and cranny no it does not matter now i feel like we are <laughs> this sounds <laughs> we are all equal in this world but sometimes you really have to kind of weigh people's opinions especially when they are giving you hate being rude being mean to you for example, with that comment about Addison Ray, why, why even entertain a mean comment? Why even give someone the time of day who is being rude to you when they are probably, when their fridge is empty? Like, how are you hating on Addison Ray when you are in no place to hate on Addison Ray? And that can be applied to literally anything. Like, if so, the only time, so for me personally, I don't get a lot of hate, but when I do, it never really gets me because I would only really take offense to like hate or something like that. If it came from someone like a friend or someone who, um, I like cared about a lot or like if, <laughs> if Zendaya one day just tweeted, like, she was like, better the week sucks ass. I would never recover. I would genuinely never recover. I, I, it within the hour, I would delete all my social media platforms and move to an island in the Arctic. I would not be able to recover from that. But when I see a comment and it's like a, one of those like Google profile pictures because they didn't even set one. So it's just like the first letter of their name and then like a color. And they're like, this isn't funny, but it week sucks. Aww. Aw, you literally don't have a face. Aw, am I supposed to be upset by that? I'm not. So, you kind of have to take things with a grain of salt. So, for example, 
say, say, let's, let's bring this in person. Say you are a soccer player and you, there is someone on the other team who, <laughs> I played soccer as a kid. I'm trying to remember how soccer works. Say you are playing soccer and sorry, football for all my non North Americans. Let's keep it inclusive here, everybody. Um, there's someone on the other team shouting insults at you. They're like, ha, 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 you couldn't kick a soccer goal if you had to. <laughs> that is way too weak. Let's say they called you a slur. I don't know. Let's, let's up the stakes here a little bit. Are we going to let that get to us, being a soccer player? No. Okay, whenever you get hate, you kind of have to weigh it and like think to yourself, first of all, why are they saying this to me? And this is where you can pretty much eliminate any meaning or any like kind of any kind of what is the word? Any kind of oomph that hateful words will have on you. The first way to do it is realize that they're probably coming from a place of insecurity. They're probably projecting, okay? So say that soccer player across the way, let's go back to the original example. <laughs> Why did I say they called you a slur? No, no. Let's say they are criticizing your soccer skills. Like you can't kick a ball to save your grandma's life. I don't know. You might, you, you can kind of start thinking to yourself, okay, why are they saying this? Is their team losing? Are they projecting their own bad soccer skills onto you? And that's their way of taking it out. And listen, I'm not a psychologist and I don't really understand math, but I feel like 90% of the time when people comment something rude or hateful or say it to you to your face, they are literally projecting their own insecurities onto you. And this is something that I never realized until like recently, but it is genuinely so true. People usually don't go out of their way to be rude to you unless it's something that they're dealing with themselves and maybe it's a shortcoming of theirs, something that they're insecure about. And the only way they know how to like approach that is by like making fun of someone else who might have that insecurity or even just like giving them that insecurity, like painting it on them. Maybe they might be like, you have smelly toes when the person that they're saying has smelly toes has perfectly clean toes. When in fact, it is the smelly toe accuser that has smelly toes themselves. <sighs> Chipotle is doing something to my brain. I feel like none of this has made sense in the past 10 minutes. No, it has. Sit down. This is class, okay? <coughs> Sorry, there was a piece of corn stuck in my throat. Anyways. So one of the main things you can do is just really neutralize neutralize hate by looking at the perspective that this person hating on you has. A lot of the time, they are just – they're just negative and it's sad but probably just projecting their own insecurities onto you. And, you know, like it's sad, oh, you might have bad soccer skills, but that is your burden to deal with. And you got to figure it out yourself. And there's plenty of good ways to deal with insecurities, whether it be soccer or weight or anything, like anything you can be insecure about. That's that's the joy of 
insecurities. You could just get them about anything. <laughs> like, why, why did I just develop an insecurity about the size of my left earlobe the other week? I don't know, but now I have it. And every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, my God, my earlobe is bigger than the other one. It makes me want to cut it off or get earlobe reduction surgery. I don't even know if that's possible, but I want it. So you can neutralize it and you can kind of weigh their opinion in your brain. Okay. Now, I'm not saying you should be like, oh, this person is a lesser class of me. They are stinky and dirty, so their opinion doesn't matter. Not necessarily that, although sometimes that can help. Like sometimes you just gotta <laughs> you gotta make them look like a bridge troll in your mind for their hate to not matter to you. But it's more about analyzing where they are in their life right now that they are choosing to hate on you, okay? <laughs> two. Numero two for if you are on the end, the receiving end of getting hate. Number two is you can just ignore it, okay? With most hate, this this is kind of similar to what we talked about last episode about rumors, how you can you can literally just ignore them and they will go away and it's magical for the most part. Sometimes it doesn't work. But I feel like for hate, for the most part, if you can ignore it. Now, I want to <laughs> – we're going to go into a deep dive real quick. I want to um, bring up two examples where this didn't work. Well, it kind of worked. I don't know. I don't know if this counts as an example. But, for example, Rainy Rodriguez. Y'all remember – 2018 2017 2018 when everyone just started commenting on all her posts like skinny legend um making tick tiktok did not exist making like memes like it, it was just and they would like photoshop her to look like a stick now on on a surface level view of this whole meme it does seem very offensive like to just like call someone a skinny legend like, it's like, I mean, I feel like commenting anything about someone's weight or, like, size is very not a fun thing to do. But that is on the surface level. Now, of course, there are people that, like, took it too far, definitely made made it into a negative kind of meme um, and, like, just cross lines and things like that. However... A large portion of it was, like, genuinely positive. People were, like, being, like, skinny, legend, skinny queen, Rennie Rodriguez, and, like, actually, like, praising her. And it was, like, kind of hard to decipher because it was, like, soaked in so many layers of irony that it'd be, like, okay, like, are we are we really, like, standing here? But overall, like, people were generally supporting Rennie. And there, it, the, the main thing was she did nothing. So it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, she, like, any of this was warranted, but... People were generally nice to her. However, she started blocking people. And I believe she did an interview where she said how she didn't find it funny. And which is totally like in her rights to do so. Like if you have a meme about you that is just getting out of control, like you... uh, it's totally okay to be like, I, this is not funny. Please stop. However, it the sad truth to these kind of like memes and the way they can like turn into like hate so fast is 
you almost have to like play along with them because if you don't, and this has happened for like so many other people, like uh, there, I had another example in my head, but it's gone now. But anytime there's like a scandal or um, just like a hate train or like a meme, you literally have to go along with it. Like Gabby Hanna, she pretty much stopped her hate because she just went along with it. Um, She's the only example I can think of. I know there's others out there. But it's almost like as soon as you go along with, like, these, like, hate trains, that's when they stop. And although that's, like, not even fair, like, you shouldn't have to, like, play along with a meme, especially when it can be, like, so, like, hurtful and, like, like like maybe, like, attacking your, like, physical appearance. Like, it sucks, but... That is, like, how a lot of these end. That's how, like, the Gabby Hanna hate train ended. Um, But back to ignoring. A lot of the time, like, ignoring it will just work. Like, Rainy Rodriguez pretty much said, I don't like it, blocked a few people, and that did rile a lot of people up, but then just started ignoring it, like, filtered her comments, and then it just... You you don't see anyone being like, Rainy... That's a lie. I opened Twitter, and it was like, Rainy Rodriguez has arrived to the Met Gala, and it was like her photoshopped anyways (laughs) so after this quick break we will talk about how to stop hate forever for good when you're on the giving end i can't tell if there's chocolate or a piece of rat poop on my green screen that i'm sitting on right now but i'm choosing to ignore it and live in peace. Um, so say you want to give. Say you want to just comment. Something rude. On someone's post. Or. Say something mean to someone in person. Okay. Listen. It. Is natural. And I feel like. That is something that we just need to realize sometimes it can just feel good to be rude to like your enemy or someone you don't like this isn't justifying it i'm we just need to completely acknowledge the fact that sometimes leaving a mean comment can be fun (laughs) however however just because things in life feel good sometimes doesn't necessarily mean they are good for you or good to do. For example, I'm now immediately regretting eating that Chipotle. I can feel it actually brewing a bomb inside my stomach right now. It tasted good when I was eating it, but right now, it's a whole other story. And that's a lot of things where it feels good in the moment, but bad overall. The consequences are not good. So, Sorry, my nose is running because I got, I literally got the mild salsa and it was spicy for me. And now I'm like, (laughs) so anyways, let's create an example. Let's say you have someone at your school that you hate. I said, hate. okay, you have someone at your school that you hate. They just posted a picture where (laughs) the joke is basically set up like they They just look goofy, and you have the perfect joke that you could just lay in the comments section. 
let's stop and think, okay, for a second about why. So say this person is maybe like one of the popular people at your school. I'm really making like a whole Wattpad like story for like this one example. Anyways, um, say they're like, they, they haven't even really done anything mean to you, but they're like a little bit more popular, a little bit. They they dress nice. They have a little freaking Gucci backpack. I don't know, something like that. Their parents are rich. So maybe there's like a level of jealousy involved that makes you hate them. I think it's important to kind of – and you can do this for everyone in your life and everything in your life that you hate. Kind of take a step back and think, why do I hate this person or why do I hate this thing? And I'd say 9 out of 10 times, they are not justified. 1 out of 10 times? Yeah, you can hate that person. They deserve it. But I think it's very therapeutical. That's not a word. That is therapy. I don't know. Guys, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. It can be very good to just take a step back. Like anytime you start feeling yourself get worked up thinking about someone, you're like, oh, I hate their guts. Think to yourself, why? I genuinely think that like introspection and just like being able to analyze your own thoughts is like one of the most helpful things you can do for yourself. And this could like maybe help you not get into confrontations or not get like just not have hate in your heart. Okay. So I had this, um, this person who was in my class in like grade six. Yes, we're using a middle school example because that's when I had so many arch nemesises. Nemesi. Is it like cacti? I don't know. Um, anyways, this dude, um, I think I was jealous of him because he was like, he made it onto the volleyball team. Whereas I was cut. I made it the first week onto the volleyball team. And they're like, you actually cannot play. You have no hand-eye coordination. And you are. we are going to lose if you are on the team. So I was like, okay, bye. So he was like, and he was a good player. He was like a good volleyball player. I was like, damn, okay. Number two, he got bitches. Oh, my word, sorry. Whereas me, I played Minecraft all day for nine hours. I would wake up, play three hours before school, come home from school, play like five hours. And so there was not very much romantic activity coming my way. Um, he had an iPhone 4S when I had the iPhone 4. No. I think I had an iPod Touch. He had a better iPhone than me. It was like almost like every single way he could beat me, he did. Now, I I genuinely just hated him because I was jealous. And the worst part is he was a nice dude to everyone pretty much. I I don't think we ever talked much, but I probably would have been nice to me. But every time I would see him, I'd be like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite you. I'm gonna bite you. I'm literally gonna bite your ear off and like spit it at you. And, like, whoop. for no reason, for literally no reason, just because I had so much hate in my heart as a little grade sixer. So it kind of got to the point where everything that this dude did, I would just try and find like justifications for my hate. 
I'd be like, oh, of course, of course he has, uh, of course he just won regionals volleyball. He probably does steroids. <laughs> I would like think of stuff like that. I'd be like, he's injecting steroids in the change room. Yes. Yes, Benjamin. He's in grade six injecting steroids to win regional volleyballs. Like it, it, and it got to the point where I started to clue in that, oh my gosh, like I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually insane. And I literally hate this dude for no reason. And that's kind of the first experience I had with like being able to unwind this negativity in my brain when I just fixate on someone. I'm like, I hate you. So I did that over, over time. I kind of thought to myself like, oh, you know what? He's actually not that bad, you know? Good on him that he has an iPhone 4S. Good on him that he is the best volleyball player. As as they say, blowing out someone's flame doesn't make yours shine any brighter. Now, I never tried to blow out his flame. I never tried to, like, comment hate on him. I think I did gossip a little bit. I was like, I bet he stinks. I bet he's a stinky little rat. Stuff like that. I would just be like... <laughs> For no reason. Um, but eventually I was able to get out of that mindset. And although to this day, I still find people that I'm like, mm -hmm. Hey, Jared. <laughs> I have to remind myself, listen, they're probably actually a good person. For example, Ed Sheeran. Does he donate to charity? I don't know. But probably... Now, I guess with, like, musicians and stuff, that's a little bit different because you can have genuine hatred for their music. It might actually cause pain to your ears like Ed Sheeran's does to mine. But as a person, I don't hate him. I don't hate Ed Sheeran. And I kind of had a public um, change of mind around him and my thoughts on Ed Sheeran because – <laughs> I will just open up the Instagram app, go to stories and comment and like make the most unhinged story post. And I would just be like, Ed Sheeran looks like a, looks like an uncooked carrot or something. I don't know. Just stuff like that. And then I kind of got to the point where I was like, why am I doing this? Why am I so fixated on Ed Sheeran? Maybe, maybe it's time to stop. And then I did. And you know, occasionally I'll crack a joke here and there just for good time's sake. It's not even out of ill will anymore. It's mainly just like, oh, my old, my old arch nemesis. The way this man has no clue who I am. Like, I'm really just like shouting into the void, like talking to a wall about, <laughs> about Ed Sheeran. <laughs> so, of course the furnace turns on. It is so loud for no reason. Anyways. It's important to just think, why do I hate this person? Why do I hate this thing? Now, if you go down the route where you realize it's not justified and you're just projecting your own insecurity on them, like you're jealous or something like that, that can be a nice teaching moment and that can be a, a good thing to learn from. However, if you go the other way and you do discover that you hate something about someone maybe it's something they did generally i feel like you shouldn't hate someone for like 
actually, no, not generally. You just shouldn't hate someone for their appearance or like things they can't control. But if it's, this is the line, this, y'all, this is the line that we need to draw in our minds. This, okay, you see this line in the middle of the screen on this side, the left side, okay? We have things that people cannot control. Do not attack people for things they can't control. Got it? Good. On this side, we have things that people do, say, and can control. This can be fair game. Not saying, okay, well, let's just attack everyone for... I... I... Did y'all just actually hear my brain explode and I couldn't think of a single word for like 10 seconds? I'm not saying go into a frenzy attacking people on things that they can control. Like, oh, Ed Sheeran, I hate your music. And you... You suck. No. But if someone does something or says something that is just rude or you don't like or say they put out a really bad song, like that Justin Bieber song, it's like... I feel funny that go right ahead send in the cavalry cavalry i don't know what that word even means to be honest and you know what you can hate you can hate on that song but you're not hating on justin bieber as a person you're not hating on him you're not making a joke about his lyme disease like that is all off limits okay but the other side that's where we can get a little spicy so That's all I have on that. <laughs> Honestly, I was going to say there's like more to it, but no, it's really, it really boils down to don't be mean to people for things I can't control. You can get into critical arguments. We're not going to use the word hate. You can get into critical arguments about people's decisions or what they say. Okay. Boom. Now I know there's like a gray area. Like for example, like sometimes people make fun. I say people like I haven't done this before. People make fun of Ed Sheeran's ginger hair. Now, technically, that's a thing he could control. He could dye it, but like, says hair. Like, Ed Sheeran, you don't got to do any of that. You're good. So, overall, I'm not like justifying hate. I'm just saying when there's times when you need to be a little bit rough, that's the way to do it. That's the, that's at least that's my playbook. And when you're getting hate, it's so easy. It is easier than you think to just realize the person being rude to you is projecting and they're probably a sad, lonely fart sitting in their basement, empty fridge. Maybe they have like a pack of craft singles and that's it. And they suck. And I love you all so much. And thank you for joining me on another episode of Drama Mama. Uh, I'll see y'all next Wednesday. I'm going to be in London. When y'all see this, I will be flying to London. I'm so scared. So, if you're British, if you live in London, please comment things for me to do there. Because I, I literally am just going there to see if British people are real. Like, that's the only reason why I'm going. There's no other... Like, there's no other reason. So, I love you all so much. Take care. I'll see you next Wednesday. Better of the week. It's... Chill.